Greetings, Starfighter. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Zur and the Kodan Armada. Get ready? Prepare for blastoff. Victory or Death Starfighters, my name is Carlin Jones, and this is a Starfighter full movie podcast. And today we are going to be watching the 2021 007 movie. I can't believe I'm... For what the premise of this podcast is, I cannot believe a 007 movie made it (laughs) to this podcast. But we are going to be watching the 2021 No Time to Die. Okay, there is... I'm going to really, really try to limit the intro for this this movie. Or, you know, for for this episode of the podcast. Because I am actually very shocked that a 007 movie made it to this podcast because I love 007 movies or, you know, I grew up with them. Uh, My father got me into them. And, you know, to say who's your favorite 007, it's it's kind of like a generational thing towards where my dad's favorite was uh, Sean Connery. And my favorite growing up was. Uh, Pierce Bronson and and I, I like Daniel Craig too, but the 007 movies were just I don't know. Growing up, they were just fun action movies. You know, you got to see cool gadgets, ex- exotic locations, this and that, and the soundtracks are usually always pretty fun. Or that opening credits uh, a theme that's always kind of like a specialty. Of what they do is uh is always good so how this movie made it to the podcast let's let's really try to figure this out so no time to die this is daniel craig's i want to say fifth james bond movie and already it well okay well first of all i'm a little tired of james bond movies and i think that's mostly because of burn notice (laughs) so over uh starting last year i started watching the amazing espionage tv show called burn notice and honestly if you if you've seen burn notice and you probably you can probably understand this burn notice once you start watching it anything else that you've seen that's related to like spy shows or secret agents or you know anything of that kind of espionage type tv or movies it will immediately become stupid to you (laughs) burn notice does such a great job of making it feel so authentic so real and uh just uh also telling a great story and and you know through the eyes of like cia operatives and spies and you know, just like basically what I feel like what James Bond should be in, in a sense. But um, yeah, I mean, I've kind of fallen out of love with James Bond throughout the years. I mean, let's see. Uh, D- listen, Daniel Craig's not a bad James Bond, but I remember that he was the first ever like non black hair James Bond. And people were making a big deal of that about that at the time. Um, let's see. His movies, okay, first off, James Bond movies, they can be, they can all be very cheesy. They can all be very corny at a time, right? But I feel like every James Bond character, every James Bond character has at least one good film. 
in their reign as James Bonds. And then the rest of them can be kind of cheesy or whatever, right? And I think Daniel Craig, in my opinion, was Skyfall. I think Skyfall was like his, his best one out of the five that he's done. Or technically four, because I haven't seen this one. Not yet. Um, and, I mean, what else to say? I mean, James Bond movies are... I mean, they're cool action flicks. They do this, they do that. But I think over the past eight years, maybe like last decade, they just become the same movies like over and over. I I think the worst James Bond movie I have ever seen was Spectre. And that's the Daniel Craig movie. And it was just... And it's so amazing how well a film can look, how amazing it's shot. And I actually know one of the crane operators who who shoots all the James Bond f- movies, uh, especially all the Daniel Craig ones, uh, that how much work goes into it and how, how well the actors are trying to do and all this stuff. And then yet the end product is just something we've already seen before. It's something that's just repetitive, something that's just not original and just dull so that's been very upsetting i mean casino royale was cool uh and then after after casino royale everything else besides skyfall was just pretty dull i think quantum of solace was the most forgettable bond movie ever made either that or specter specter was really bad it was just so it's like what are we watching and you know when I just grew more of age, you know you kind of, uh, you know things become a little bit more clearer to you in these James Bond movies and how, you know they are a bit sexist and ego or, or misogynistic and and things of that nature, which it's so interesting how I couldn't pick up on that when I was so much younger, but now I'm just like, hey, yeah, it's whatever. So. I can't wait to dive into this film. Although, okay, so let, let's be clear. It's on this movie is on this podcast because I had no interest in watching it. When they released and said that, "Hey, a new James Bond movie is going to come out." I I immediately thought that it was going to be trash. I thought it was going to be stupid. And when they said it was going to be Daniel Craig again, like already I just every ounce of my body i just didn't want to go see it um because that's like a rule for james bond actors you only can do four movies and then you have to leave and they have to just find someone else um and obviously timothy dalton was like he only did like two i think and then there was one guy who only did one which people actually really liked him but um it's very interesting that daniel craig was able to do five and get away with it um well, we'll see if he gets away with it. I've heard a lot of mixed things about this movie, so it's always good to go into it myself and just see what's happening. Um, uh, I know a lot of people criticize the movie as being woke, <laughs> so uh, I guess we'll look out for that. And um, this is a pretty uh, this is a pretty long movie. Oh well, it's two hours forty three minutes. Uh, okay, for a minute I thought it was like three hours and like forty three minutes. Okay, that's not too bad. Um, so yeah, let's just get right into it and let's uh, let's just talk some 007. Let's talk some 007. Let's talk 
some James Bonds and all that good stuff. So if you want to watch this movie, um, what is it? MG, MGM who makes these movies, right? Yeah. Yeah, MGM makes these movies. Usually all the James Bond movies, I think Amazon brought MGM. So if you want to watch any James Bond movie, especially this one, your best bet is going to be Amazon Prime. Um, or just Amazon if you want to just buy the, the hard copy of the DVD. So that is your, your best bet. And you can watch along with me on there. And I'm going to start this movie in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. <clears throat> okay, so as these logos are happening, let's talk about some James Bond movies. I feel like what made James Bond movies special is at least for me growing up because I think how I, how I really got into them was, of course, my dad always sitting me down, me and my brother down to watch some old James Bond movies. By the way, I've always loved this James Bond theme so classic um not only was it to watch the older movies but it was the video games that really made me fell in love with james bond uh 007 golden eye the video game on nintendo 64 is really what started it which made me started really liking james bond and then it was 007 nightfire on playstation 2 that made me fell in love with james bond jesus yeah james bond has has some pretty damn good games throughout the years it's uh, unfortunate they don't make games anymore. So this is always a thing too, I guess. You know, just every James Bond movie has to kind of start off with this crazy action sequence. Which, you know, looking back at it, does it need to? <laughs> I mean, I get it. It's James Bond, right? I guess people who, uh, I guess the true hard fans just want to see action. They just want to see beautiful women on screen and all this stuff. But I feel like the best James Bond movies that everyone can agree on those movies have plot those movies have good characters they also have uh i don't know just other things going for for themselves than just fancy cars gun battles and beautiful women that's just me though No, what the hell? <laughs> okay, something, something's about to go down. time of the day is it and her mom's like just drunk on the couch
her ass up. I think she still has her cigarette in her hand. <laughs> Which is weird, but, oh, yeah. Is anyone else feeling like crazy tension from this scene? I'm kind of like, eh. Wait, she lit his ass up. <laughs> Yo, she shot that perfectly. Like, right balance and all that stuff. What are you doing? Just call 911. You better go in that back in the house and take his automatic. Wait, he still has his automatic in his hand? No way. No way. There's no way that's happening. See, illusion is already... The realism has already left the building in this movie. There's no way. There's no way she would have left that on his body. Absolutely no way. No, oh, she's dead anyway. Oh, it's over. Dude, this is so frightening. It's always so scary to see stuff stuff like this. I remember one of the best movies I've seen in my life. Um uh, what is it called? Spring, summer, fall, winter, and spring again. When one of the characters died like that, oh my god, it was like it was so scary. The tension was so crazy. Did he save her? Wasn't he trying to kill her? Why is it? <laughs> I mean, we can kind of tell from how the music's playing, right? But why is it when we see James Bond along with another attractive woman, he has to be shagging up with her? And why is it he's like this, like what? How old is Daniel Craig, right? Yeah. Daniel Craig is like at least about to be 60. Let's, I'm going to look this up, right? The point I'm trying to make is James Bond is like always like super old, right? 
and he's always shagging up with these 20-year-old girls. It's very creepy. And I've just now noticed that. It's it's a little creepy. Let's see. There's no way to tell what how age or how old James Bond is per se, so I normally just go by the actor. Or usually when I try to figure out a character's age in a movie or show. Okay, he's 53. Yeah, that's creepy. He's a... That's like sugar daddy type stuff right there. trying to trying to follow whatever story I can I can get from this at this point cuz I'm not trying to judge it just off this right now So anyway, those James Bond games are so good. Nightfire, ah, oh, so good. I think my favorite James Bond movie is Die Another Day. Yeah, I because I think that's, I think that's the first ever James Bond movie I saw in theaters as a kid. Oh man, I freaking loved it, <laughs> dude. That is my favorite intro music. The Madonna, Die Another Day. I guess I'll die another day. It's so good. Where are they? Like the first time in a really big picture big picture movie they're like at this different country there's like no lower thirds that says where they are unless i missed it
What is he on vacation? You got to think about it. Just like from what you just see here, it must be like actually depressing to be James Bond. He clearly doesn't have any family. He doesn't have any friends, or at least no friends outside of work. And how he likes to spend his free time is just shagging up with 20-year-olds <laughs> who don't really know too much about life. Alright, this shit is pretty slow. But I know we haven't even gone through the intro yet. Oh, that's What's-Her-Face from Casino Royale, played by Ava Green. Ava Green's a great actress, terrific actress. Wait, did that say 86? Wait a second. Did that say 86? Ah, oh, please show her face again. Or her tombstone. Did that really just say 1986 to 2006? He was shagging up with another 20-year-old? <laughs> Maybe I'm the only person who, who's going to get that from that. But Ava Green didn't even seem that young in that movie. I mean, she obviously she wasn't 20 years old. There's no way. But he just falls in love with 20-year-old. That's just weird. And knowing his age... I guess we're hearing what he's hearing with the explosion. It's kind of cool, I guess. What? How did you miss him? Because <laughs> sometimes it's so, you know, you just got to, it's the world of James Bond, right? It's just, you got to go, just, you know, go into it. It's so weird. Yeah, you idiots let him go. How did you not kill him? How did you even get a car up there?
You're just getting your ass whooped. Huh? Is that a fake eye? <laughs> Wife So let's 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 deep dive into this. So every single I feel like every single James Bond girlfriend, I'm sure there's some exceptions, but I feel like every single James Bond girlfriend throughout every movie has died, right? They they end up getting killed or they end up betraying him and and then they get killed. <laughs> so I feel like maybe he's attracting the wrong type of women. I feel like, like, so, like, this right here, I think he's, like, newly married, and this is his wife, and now the same thing's happening again with all of his past lovers. At this point, just stop dating women this age. You know, whenever you have relationship problems, your friends... You're, there's two things your friends will always say. I will tell you the one thing your friends will always, always say when you're saying, "Oh, I'm having uh, problems with my uh, significant other, or with this other woman, or, or or man, or whatever." Here, the thing they always say is, "Okay, how old are they?" Yeah, you don't understand. The audience, we don't understand. Yeah, you do have a secret. And that's for damn sure. God, now he's gonna run over the sheep. <laughs> I would have done it. I would have done just any way to get away from this.
Bulletproof. Bulletproof cars. You know, that car can be bulletproof and all that. And that's kind of a hazard. Because if you get in a really bad car accident, how is someone supposed to get you out of the car? <laughs> How thick that glass is. <laughs> you shooting does nothing sir <laughs> we've already established this This is so weird. I don't... Is this like how I'm supposed to feel in the beginning? Like not knowing what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Word. Great honeymoon though, right? <laughs> Yeah, we, uh, there's no way we're supposed to feel any type of emotional connection with these two, right? We don't even know. We First off, we don't know who she is, right? We, I, I'm guessing that's the same little girl we saw in the beginning of the film, right? And then James Bond, we can't feel any sympathy for James Bond. He brings it on himself hanging out with these 20-year-olds. Clearly, they're bad for his health. Oh, uh, don't tell me that was the intro. Oh, no. That was a week. <laughs> that was a week intro. Oh, this this music better be hitting. I know it's Billy Elish, too. Is it Elish or Elish? Or, oh. This music's not really hitting either, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
music ain't hidden. Come on, Billy. <clears throat> Everybody in the theater is waiting for this beat to drop. <clears throat> Excuse me. Like, we don't know. Like, we literally don't know what the hell we just witnessed in that intro. The only information that we got was that Bond was married. Or is married. He's probably still legally married. Since I highly doubt he's going to have, like, divorce papers signed or anything like that. So, very weird. Listen, Billie Eilish is a talented um, singer. I don't think she would. I don't. I don't think she sh should have done this 007 thing. Yeah, come on, man! Like 007 intros should give you goosebumps. They should. Is this, like, what to expect from the film? Is this a love story? No time to die. By the way, I love the audiobooks of 007. I was actually listening to Quantum of Solace a few years ago, and then, um... Actually, I gotta finish that because I love listening to them because you can kind of just put in your head which James Bond throughout the years do you want to star in this uh, in this adventure, which is really cool. I always pretend it's Pierce Brosnan. That music was whack. I'm sorry. Five years later, that music was whack. I'm sorry. Billy Elish, they should not have hired you. And it wasn't that the song was bad or anything like that. It was just, I don't, I just don't know what it was for. I don't know if it fit what, what we just watched. I don't, I don't know. We are in. It's weird. We're like 30 minutes into this movie, or just about. I, I always have a rule. You can determine the worth of a movie in the first 15 minutes.
Oh, not with the Spectre again. That movie was boring. So, like I was saying before, it's, it's about to be so less than a minute away for 30 minutes, right? Um, this this is probably the first ever James Bond movie that I've ever watched that is incredibly slow. too late for that so what's going on I still don't understand what's going on again this is another James Bond movie that's you know in terms of lighting the way it's filmed looks great looks fantastic a lot of colors all that stuff but what is happening why would you shoot them you don't know if you need them again Every time I look at something that's spy-related and I see, like, a situation that's happening, I'm like, oh, what would Michael Weston do at this moment in time? <laughs> what would Fiona do? In case you didn't get it, I love Burn Notice. It is the greatest thing ever in terms of spy, spy movies and whatnot. And eventually, I'm going to watch the... Mission Impossible movies on this podcast because I've never really been into those movies. Um, my dad did get Mission Impossible 2 on DVD and I remember watching that movie a lot as a kid, but it wasn't because like I thought it was cool or anything. I think... Wasn't Zoe Saldana in that movie? Maybe... No, 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 no. Not Zoe Saldana. Um, I forgot the actress's name, but she was in a movie with Simon Pegg called... Um, Run Fat Boy Run, which is a movie I really, 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 really like. I think I own that on DVD somewhere. Um, really good movie, really funny, great soundtrack. Um, 
Yeah, I forgot that actress's name, but she plays a love interest. She was in the Mission Impossible movies. Or just Mission Impossible 2. I don't know if she's in the other ones. And even then, I don't even remember what Mission Impossible 2 was about. You know, after seeing so many 007 movies, it's kind of getting so repetitive to the point where this can't be the only man y'all depend on to save the world, right? Because it's 007. There are other agents out there, right? Because we've seen that in GoldenEye, like 006, and how he was actually a really cool agent too, very knowledgeable, resourceful, but turned to the dark side, (laughs) I guess. Um so yeah, I wonder what who 002 is or 001 or 005 or, you know. James Bond can't be the he just can't be that guy, right? Like the only guy. Oh wait, I guess he's not because we're about to meet another 00 agent in this movie soon. The the female, I I would assume she's a 00 agent. Now that has me thinking. Is there a single O agent? (laughs) I wonder what's... um... You know, here's a question for for you viewers, because I'm I'm trying to think of it now. What is Daniel Craig's best role? To me personally, and maybe I'm a little bit biased on this, I think it's the girl with the dragon tattoo when he played Mikkel Blunkfuss. Absolutely love those books. I mean, I listen to the audiobooks, but oh my god, so freaking amazing. Love those characters. Um. Yeah, he was really good in that. And he gained weight for it, and he just he just fit that character. Um, I don't think I've seen him in anything else other than that, James Bond, and yeah, I can't think of anything else he's been on that's like, not like you know, guns are flying, or bullets are bullets are flying. I mean, oh, I know you. Oh, retired. So James Bond retired and tried to get married with a 20-year-old? Usually what most retirement do.
Then why don't you do something about it? How? I don't know how he's the only one capable. This is a, a, a middle-aged man who's... How old did we say he was earlier? Like 53? 53 years old? Come on, there's got to be someone else. I mean, sure, the knowledge is there, right? I'm sure he's very crafty still, but... Physically, you can find someone else. Also mentally, too. Uh, that is an understatement. Bad judgment is right. Yeah, get out of here. He's retired. He deserves to live his life. Not to be a slave to the agency. Yeah, no thank you. This movie is dragging like shit. Is that why it's so long? Only two hours left. But this isn't this doesn't even need to be two hours and thirty minutes. That pension is a uh, pain well. Still an alcoholic, I see. Please. Why would he? He's retired.
He wasn't even trying to go. I would be so mad. I'm like, bitch, I'm retired. She's 007? This is interesting. So now I wonder who was the 007 before 007? Before the 007. <laughs> and who was 006 before 006? This is interesting. Now I just want to know who was who. I want to know the history. I started listening to the audiobook last night or the other night of... um. Moon Moonraker. It's pretty interesting. I don't understand this whole Spectre thing. Again, I'm pretty sure half of the audience, half of the population who's ever watched that entire Double O movie has fallen asleep to it. Or at least on certain parts. So no one truly knows what it's about. secretive I guess here we're going to get Bond's uh, call to action to make the hero you know go on his journey which doesn't seem warranted at all any of this You're in? Just like that? I don't understand it. So does that... Okay, so... I'm very confused on the whole Spectre thing. So I guess that means... Unless you have seen all of Spectre... And not fallen asleep to it... You, you, you're going to be completely lost in this movie. Jesus Christ, lady. Hardly wearing any clothes.
goodness, where did they find these agents? <laughs> Everyone's like new to this. Bond is like, I'm working with amateurs. Yeah, what are you doing? Jesus Christ. This is the shit I'm talking about in 007 movies. This shit isn't warranted. It's not needed either. Yeah, just tell me that. You don't have to undress me. I feel violated. stupid <laughs> this is so stupid I don't think this movie has a plot I think we're just along for the ride it's one of those movies Bond's falling in love. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like a young twenty-year-old. This is like heaven. You think he would have learned to last? How many movies? Fifteenth time. But even then, the older James Bonds, that he never went out with like twenty-year-olds, right? Pierce Brosnan never had a twenty-year-old girlfriend. Or his his James Bond, All right? Halle Berry was totally in her thirties, mid like mid thirties. Um. Oh, you know what? I think he did actually. Denise Richards, whatever character she played in that movie, I forgot which one it was. Denise Richards. Maybe Denise was in her thirties. Maybe. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna check this. Okay. 
Denise Richards, born 1971. And the movie came out 1999. Wow. So she was just under 30, barely. Just under 30, like 28. But that's not like a young 20 year old, though. I'm going to let it pass. I'm going to give Pierce Bronson and <laughs> James Bond the benefit of the doubt. Because he was with her, right? Dr. Christmas Jones. That's her character. Who remembers her on Wild Things? <laughs> what a movie that was, huh? Sorry, I'm totally getting distracted. <laughs> At this point, like almost anything is better than this movie. Hang on, let me check the budget for this movie. I find it probably one of the most disrespectful things that a film can do to their audience to put so much money into a film and to just make it the most non-entertaining thing in the world. I take that very personally. I feel I feel personally attacked when a, when a film does that to me. Okay. The hell is going on? He's such a drunk. <laughs> okay, so dude put something in his eye. Wait, we're on the same team, lady. Jesus Christ. Well, she's going to look stupid when she doesn't have the key.
for same team bond you don't have to you don't have to do that there she's gonna come back looking for you she doesn't have the key that you just took yeah you're gonna get you're gonna get them both killed bullets take the hills off lady Budget was two hundred and fifty to three hundred and one million dollars for fucking what? <laughs> oh my, y'all are doing it wrong. How much money did this movie made? I'm sure it made it back. It made seven hundred million, seven hundred seventy-five million, seven hundred seventy-four million to be exact. That's kind of a fail. Making 700 million obviously is amazing, right? But in return, you only made 400 million. Right? Okay. I'm sure half the budget just went towards this fight, this entire scene. I, I don't know what else to make of this. 
thus far. How is everyone else feeling about this movie thus far? Like the action, the, the, the dialogue, the story of what little there is of a story. I just feel like, I mean, that's, but again, and I hate that I'm like jumbling words right now because I'm really trying to comprehend this movie. It feels like, you know, this is what James Bond is at its core, you know, at least the movies. And it's just a mindless, fun adventure, you know? What plan? What is happening? <laughs> People are just yelling at each other. <clears throat> and why wasn't he this anal about this whole thing before they got on the plane? black dude would die what the hell is going on No shit. Why can't the black dude save James Bond?
I'll be damned if he's. <laughs> I'll be damned. Listen, I want the black dude to live, but I'll be damned if he lives past this. A good chunk of the budget went to this too. This is not, this is not easy to film. This right here, I was on set of a of a BET show, and one of the grips on there was a um, a, AKA a water grip, if you believe it or not. And for people who are not uh, don't know the terminology of film, a grip is someone who works in the lighting department. They set up. They set up equipment in front of lights in order to cut it, shape it, diffuse it, block it, all that stuff to make lights look uh, pretty and whatnot. Um, so the guy was a water grip and he's worked on. So one of the biggest things he's worked on was Titanic. And he was like, when the when the ship was like, oh, see, now the black dude's not going to make it. When the ship was like engulfing water and then it's like water's coming in everywhere and people are trying to get in and get out. He was like in the midst of that, trying to set up equipment and lights and all that stuff, like in the water and how intense that stuff is. And it can be really dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. And um, yeah, you can just tell from this, like this is where the, this is a good chunk of the budget. And um You know, I, I guess it's it's okay. I, I guess. I mean, I don't know. You know, it's just it's so interesting. Like if you watch indie films and you watch mainstream stuff like this, and how both sides are able to do the same thing with less money and more money. It's very interesting. Where is he? It's James Bond for you. Shooting shit up, blowing shit up. Attractive 20-year-olds and cars. That's all this movie is going to give you. And an awesome soundtrack. <laughs> bum 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 I love this. Oh, I like this is kind of like a different virgin. I feel like there's like more guitars to this virgin of the theme. I love that. Ugh, just keep playing the theme. Not really. I'll just get a new number. 
I'm gonna call myself Double O O. See what people. Uh... Okay, now we got this weird rivalry going on that I'm sure no one asked for. They should have just hired Michael Weston for this shit. Listen, I hate it when black people die in movies, but that's not like we knew Felix well, right? <laughs> My sympathy only goes out to him because he's just, you know, just another black dude who dies. I mean, every Bond movie we see of him in, he's like in there for like five minutes. You crazy. And you're drunk. Who drinks on the job anymore? What is this, the 60s? I bet we're about to get a cameo from M later in the movie, I'm pretty sure.
This is an interesting Q, too. I never really brought into him as Q. <clears throat> Wait, is M the guy now? That's not the guy, right? M has to be the woman. She has to. She. If anyone is retired in this world of 007, it has to be M. She was damn near a fossil when when 007 started. <laughs> What's that joke they used to say in school? <laughs> Like, you're so old, you grew up with Jesus? Or, like, no. You're so old. You're older than dirt. That's literally M. She is old. How old is that actress? what his computer setup is looks nice it's got like three monitors it's better than mine why do they do that in movies like they're trying to simulate or simulate hacking. It's just nothing but files on files on files on files, and then everything's just moving fast. Who the fuck's supposed to read that? Oh, so M is now the guy. I'm pretty sure she'll still come in as a as a as a cameo. I don't know who this is. Is this the woman? I guess that's her. Bond's uh, uh, divorcee. How old is she? She has to be in her 20s.
But damn, I'm way off. Hold on, hold on, I'm way off. Hold on. I said Bond marries nothing but like early 20 girls. No, she's 36. What? Normally when you look at a white woman who looks like she's 36, she looks damn near 50. I can see why Bond liked her. She looks like an early... T- I'm pretty sure Bond was fooled. I'm pretty sure he thought she was in her early 20s. must be wearing a hell of a lot of makeup oh no I think I think she just naturally looks young too and wearing a lot of makeup is this the guy from Mr. Robot what's his name his name night at the museum holy shit that was him (laughs) he was the mummy he was Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody never saw that one yeah Mr. Robot so that is him what a boring fucking show. That show was boring to me. How old is he? Okay, let's try to guess his age. Just looking at him, obviously, let's discount his face right now. I'm going 37. No, I can't do that. There's no way he's 37. 30. I'm going to say he's this. Nope. I'm going to go 37. I'm going to do it. Get your bets in, folks. He is. Fuck. He's 40 years old. See, that's why certain these certain actors get all these roles is because they just don't age. His his wife is twenty seven though, so at least someone on this in this film is dating a young twenty year old.
Yeah, duh. You know what I'm thinking of right now? You think this movie would have ended if the black chick, I forgot her name, I guess maybe we'll call her 007. And then we'll call Daniel Craig retired 007, just so we we know who's who. Do you think if the the black 007, no, okay, no, we'll call her black 007. Do you think if the black 007 would have captured that doctor with the briefcase? and got away when she should have gotten away you think this movie probably would have ended because obviously she wouldn't have took him to Felix and that other dude What I don't understand is how Bond is like saving the world, right? And it's the world. This these this type of situations can affect the world, and then yet it only seems like Britain is the only freaking country uh, concerned <laughs> about this kind of stuff. We don't really hear about. Um, America, China, all these other countries. Yes, call him double O O. Why would you make Why would you kiss the corpse when you know he he's been poisoned? Of course. This reminds me of Agent Cody Banks. Who's seen that movie? <laughs> Remember? This is the same Holy shit, this movie is the same plot of Agent Cody Banks. Oh my god, this is Agent Cody Banks! What the fuck? Remember? The plot of Agent Cody Banks is Hilary Duff's dad created this nanotechnology thing. He created nano nanotechnology thing, virus thing and it can eat away at anything and they're going to use it as a weapon to do like assassinations and stuff and the only way to keep the nanotechnology secure is they put it in ice like little ice cubes and once they melt they start doing their thing dude this movie is come on they literally stole the plot from agent cody banks i cannot believe this 
No, it's funny. I was actually just watching a Frankie Muniz interview. Uh, I think it was on Steve O's podcast, and he was saying that MGM had ideas to make a new agent, Cody Banks, and one of the idea was to um, kind of make like a, a a BoJack Horseman type of story where um, Agent Cody Banks is like so many years later, he's no longer a teenager, and he's like this has-been agent who's out of shape uh overweight beard all that stuff and um there's a crisis happening in the world and in america it's kind of like can we can we call james bond like no he's busy can we call this person no 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 oh well i guess we have to call agent cody banks let's let's see if he's uh still willing to do it and um yeah, that was the idea for something that they said they could possibly make, which I'm not too big on that. But I'm all for it if Hillary Duff comes back. <laughs> Hands down, Hillary Duff might be my. I think she was like my first, like my very first, like crush, like celebrity crush. Oh my god! Like Lizzie McGuire. Oh, growing up to that show. Oh my goodness. And what was that movie she was in? That, like, her going to, like, singing boot camp or something? Not Cadet Kelly, but, like, an, it was, like, actual movie. Her going to, like, singing school or something like that. Follow Your Heart or something like that? I don't know. Raise Your Voice. That's what it was called. Yep. Mm. Raise Your Voice. See, I remember that. Oh, this is going to be interesting. How did I memorize this title? Raise your voice. Very cool. Dude, Hillary Dove. Oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. I'm sorry, I'm like totally so distracted. Wait, your ex-wife is a spy? I thought you just married some pretty woman. I didn't know she worked there. What are you so scared of? You know, 
Home? What? You're on the clock. You can't just go home. What are you so scared of? This guy is like, look at him. He's harmless. And he has one eye. You can't even see. If she would have stood at the right spot in that room, he probably wouldn't even like see her. I take it he's from the Spectre movie that no one remembers because we were half asleep. I feel like someone's more qualified to get answers out of him than Bond. <laughs> this Q, I don't know. He just rubs me off the wrong way. I don't know what it is. Is that the first time we've ever seen like how an iPhone works in a James Bond movie? I would imagine that was an iPhone.
Is this eye CGI? The one that's like not there? It's gonna amaze it amazes me that one day we'll have like technology and medicine to where people can like literally oh well, it's already there now. Like people can just give you new eyes and attach them attach the eye sockets to your brain and you could just see again. Man, that's so cool that you know, medicine's able to do that. Not the scene. <laughs> I was just I was thinking about that Jessica Alba movie. What's that movie? Eyes or something where she like I think she was losing her eyesight or something or maybe she was blind and then she had surgery like an eye donor and she had she has like new eyes and it's like a horror because her eyes now see nothing but like ghosts and, and shit. How? <laughs> How did he die? That fool died? Like how? There's no way you killed him, Bon. So technically you did kill him. Bond should be suspended. Wait, then why didn't his face melt? You know, like earlier, like the other people? Hmm. Well, technically, his face is already melted. <laughs> what is this car? It's shiny. I don't know shit about cars. Um, 
this wouldn't be the same house she kind of grew up in, right? Like the same house we saw earlier in the film, like the very beginning. If it is, this woman is sick. Your mother was freaking murdered over there. And you wanted to still stay in the same house? Oh yeah, you're sick. You need help. She She's probably not even aware that she needs help. I can't believe someone would do that. I just watched Gremlins. Um, obviously, you guys wouldn't know because it's, it's an episode of the podcast. And that lady, the character was telling her story that her father came down in the chimney, broke his neck, trying to surprise the kids to pretend to be Santa. But he died. And then they end up, you know, not knowing where he was for days. And then they smelt his body decaying. And they discovered him dead in the chimney and I would assume after that the family did not want to stay in that house anymore yeah this is cool and all Bond or what this movie is trying to do but we don't know this these two as a couple we haven't experienced them or we haven't seen them be, be in love with each other right like at all a kid living here too where the incident happened oh you're so sick ooh a slinky I bet that shot was expensive too how long did it take for them to to make that work <laughs> the slinky it's actually a very hard thing to do I had a slinky growing up and I could never make it do that <laughs> maybe I had one of those cheap ones it was like all plastic it was horrible. <laughs> now that I think about it, it was horrible. Commander Bond. Can you call him by his actual new number? Double O O. That's so cool. I want to be double O O. Double O zero. Yeah. Or double O ninety nine. Oh, wait. Maybe it's not like a double O anymore because they're single digits. Is that how it works? So, technically, if you wanted to be number 87, it would be O87. Single O87. Right? Like a double O would make sense, unless the the zero signifies your rank as a spy. Single O, 
double O and is there a triple O? These are questions that are never answered. So I'm just trying to just, I'm throwing all these ideas out here. Triple O two. Okay, I'm gonna be triple O O. For now on, my name isn't Carlin. It's triple O O. Where is this address from? Might be from America. I'm trying to do this accent. No, there's no way she's American. Not with that last name. Oh, she could. I don't know. Oh, she's from Paris. Nice. She's French. But where was she raised? She has six siblings. Okay, so she grew up in Paris. That's nice. So what type of phone was that he had? Was it an iPhone or Android? I were sometimes I really try to connect real world things to movies to make it seem more authentic. You know what I mean? Because even like this James Bond film is supposed to be in you know on Earth and in our today's world and society and all that stuff, right? Even if it is, we don't we never hear any type of popular culture reference or anything like that, right? Like we don't know if Michael Jordan exists in this timeline or if Miley Cyrus exists or anything like that so I always try to you know try to bring something in from our world into the movie world so who's this little girl again A Nokia? That's not an iPhone. <laughs> Guarantee you that J- D- Japan would say, don't bring your operatives, we'll handle this since it's on our soil. And they say, any type of information you have, share it with us, please. I'll be damned if they all would allow, like, a different country spy to be in their soil. Guarantee you no country would do that. Or they don't want to do it.
Ouais. I feel like I can edit a movie. I've done enough editing. Like enough editing. I've edited a lot of different stuff throughout my life. Stuff for television, stuff for news broadcasting, stuff for sports, all that good stuff. Films. You have to take this bridge every day. There's no way, there's no reason to shield this little girl. Just tell her shit's about to go down. We gotta get out of here. You might not be going back home. Now how in the world did they make a J turn that fast? There's no way. Or a three point turn, excuse me. Then they caught up to him. Don't you dare hit the back. We got a kid in the back. No, don't you do it. All he has to do is stop. Or do that. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, good luck trying to lose a helicopter. What in the hell? I don't know what was more impressive. Like what Bond did or that all these villains are like totally in sync with their driving. Okay, so I watched so much Burn Notice. Let me tell you what Michael Weston would do. He would say when driving and you're being followed or you're, you know, being chased or whatever, he would say make sure you're you, you drive on a road where the opponent's car is not in the right terrain to handle. Right? So that's probably why they're off-road right now. And you have these dirt bikes, right? These dirt bikes, they're made for this type of terrain. So you might have to get back on a road. 
and then normally and then he said also to um never speed you know you go on as fast as you can you're not gonna outrun anybody you just make your turns do this and do that go at a moderate pace and then eventually someone's gonna make a mistake either you or the other people because that's just how driving works you know you go at a certain speed and you try to make these turns and whatnot someone's gonna really get hurt I should be a spy what am I saying I am a spy I'm triple O zero All right, let's get on that bike. Whoa, whoa, what are you doing? We're not safe here. Unless it's me. Yeah, duh. <laughs> Unless it's me. Yeah, that goes without saying. This little girl's a cold-blooded killer. I think she's the most ruthless one in this whole movie. There's literally gunshots. Kind of been in a car accident. She's handling it pretty well. I would be screaming right now. Jesus Christ. (laughs) That was the most unsmooth thing to do ever that's probably what I would do as a spy (laughs) come on let's go get him car just flips over
Who is this guy? I don't know who he is still. And you see a train operative? You can defend yourself? Like hand to hand against this guy? I'm sure he probably had a gun on him, but still. In close quarters? Um, uh, 51 minutes left in this movie. Well, you know. I guess I still have more time, but I thought that the black double O would have a little bit more, uh, I thought she was going to have, like, more of a role. She's totally the side character in this. This is still about double O Bond. As if it fucking matters. I'm sure everyone was still calling him 007. Cool. about to get the booster shot. They just got that booster shot. <laughs> I heard it makes you feel like crap for like the first few hours. Like, you feel fine at first, and then it just hits you. Like, oh. 
I just want to know where did these villains come from, right? Like, where did you get your wealth? Like, what companies do you own that you have this this wealth, right? And when you have this wealth and you have this, you know, privilege, I guess, of having all this money and being in such a uh, to be such a socialite. Why are you like this, <laughs> right? What childhood did you have that you feel like you just need to destroy the world? This is weird. Why is this always Hollywood's image? A white woman who looks young with a child. Kind of making... I don't know. They're just kind of instilling that mind... That mindset of like... Have babies young. Be married at your youth. She's like, who the fuck is this guy? She is so calm. Why is that little girl so calm? I'm gonna be honest with you. I think that little girl's a little too big to be carrying, to be carried like that. Sounds like the worst Tinder date ever. <laughs> Mama, wait, Mom. Whose child is that? Or who's the who's the dad?
What I don't understand, if we know where they are, why aren't we like calling in every country to help us? The world is in peril. Yeah, yo, send Japan, send your best spies. America, send your best spies. Send Michael Weston. Uh, Ireland, send your best spies. You can send Fiona. Like everyone, every country, just send, send what you got. It always just seems like no British, the, the you know Britain's gonna is gonna save the world. They're gonna save the world. Don't worry, we don't have to do anything. This is normal for them. You, I have a, I have a tip for you, or I have a project for you. These gadgets are nice and all, but I want you to make a lightsaber <laughs> as a triple O O agent. I need a lightsaber. Took his ass out. How much money do you have to be making to like own this <laughs> have this type of facility
to date him. Why won't you just shoot him? Told you to shoot him. Is this not like the worst antagonist ever in a Bond film? We don't really know who this guy. Right? We don't know this guy. We don't even know what he's capable of, besides, like, having money, clearly. Uh, okay. I don't understand if she could do that. She she wasn't able to escape from the guy when he kidnapped her. Right? Because I don't want to hear it. Because when you're in such close proximity, and I'm sure she's been trained, that I don't, I don't care if that guy had like a handgun on him or not. You should be able to do something.
I don't I don't get it. I don't get this villain. Like why why are you doing this? I I'm sure he's about to tell. Unless a judge if it's like such a master diabolical plan. That's his child. Almost nothing like you. Oh, she cheated on you. That baby looks nothing like you. doesn't mean he's God though or he's trying to play God
Why? Am I the only one that feels like that little girl looks nothing like him? <laughs> what a bitch. How do you run like... How did the... How did he do that? He's like, well, just in case he somehow kills everyone in the room, I'm going to have a, an escape plan right here where I sit. Like, it makes no sense. And this guy's a villain doesn't make sense. I like the Agent Cody Banks villain better. He was a little bit kooky. What? What? Then what was the point of you keep kidnapping that little girl? This villain's stupid. <laughs> Anyone would make a better villain than this guy. I the only one that does not feel any tension from this movie. This these final this final thirty minutes. I can't wait to score this. I can't wait. But obviously, you know the theme of this podcast. I find appreciation for these films. Excuse me. Films I I do not care for. And it makes sense why I do not care for it. Ugh. Oh, real credits. <laughs> and that was Cinnamon Senses always has. Plot armor is so strong in these people. How? They're like, how is this little girl? They probably think she's some type of mega spy, like with such potential. Like, no, he just let her go. <laughs> like, she probably pick a handcuffs or 
she killed a man something no he just randomly let her go Jesus Christ. See, this is what I was thinking. I'm like, I don't understand how these other countries would not take action. Just tell them the truth. They probably want to help. It affects everyone. God, he's going to sacrifice himself. You know, normally in movies you'll say, hey, we don't have time for this. But if you're about to sacrifice yourself, you got all the time in the world. <laughs> Go ahead. Is that a gun? Was that a PP7? That would be so cool. Did he knew he has a daughter? just having a situation like millions millions are gonna die
<clears throat> Why do I have a feeling that Rambo... Rambo would have done this? Like... You kind of... kind of tell that, you know, he's going to sacrifice himself, but I feel like Rambo would somehow survive this. Uh, I guess that shot was a little homage, or I paid homage to the classic 007 intro or whatever. Wasn't that cool, though? like flashbang grenades or like actual grenades whatever it doesn't matter it doesn't matter the plot armor is strong in this one oh Am I so desensitized towards, like, action movies to the point where, like, like, really good action movies to the point where, like, um, I feel like the action in this film is very mid, you know? It's nothing like, that was like, whoa, that was freaking cool, right? It's just like, you know, it's just action scenes. wasn't even a good one-liner <laughs> it blew their mind here i'm gonna try he should have he should have been like this q i just showed someone your watch it kind of seemed like they had an eye on it <laughs> no that wasn't good either how about uh Oh, 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 he should, oh yeah, he should have been like this. Q, I just showed someone your watch. He couldn't keep his eyes off of it. <laughs> he should have said that. 
Why am I making better one-liners than James Bond? Come on. What's going on here? It was like a Civilization, Civilization Six game. I've been doing nothing but playing that. It's amazing. Oh, don't tell me he's still there. You know this place is about to blow up. Get out of there. I'm not talking about Bond. I'm talking about the villain himself. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Yeah, see, there's no reason for him to be there. Like, get out of there. Restart. Rebuild. You lost. Snap his arm off, Bond. Snapped his arm off. <laughs> his arm just got snapped in half, and he's barely making any type of a. He's not even screaming. This has to be the worst Bond villain ever. Plus, he's a little too similar to that other Bond villain from Quantum of Solace. Right? Wasn't that? Or was it? Yeah, Quantum of Solace. Yeah. I think. I'm trying to remember. Quantum of Solace is so forgettable. Thank <laughs> you. 
Maybe do it. Shut up and take responsibility for your own actions. So if they kill off 007, what other films are, are is there going to be? Are they just going to name it 007? understand how that villain did not leave <laughs> I wonder if his lackeys left I know some of them stayed but That's true. You kind of do have to die if it's forever in you. Then you yourself would be a weapon. I wanted to say that in a cool movie voice type way. I would feel a little bit more sad if it was Pierce Brosnan because he's my 007. Daniel Craig, he's, he's okay. This is the coldest little girl I have ever seen in a movie. She has witnessed people died and she is fine. This is insane. She's going to be a, oh, she's going to be a ruthless killer when she grows up. She's going to end up like what's his Dave? What's Macaulay Culkin's character from The Good Son? <laughs> that little kid was crazy.
Yeah, yeah, boo-hoo, whatever. <laughs> I'm sorry. We just didn't get enough time to see these two as a couple. We didn't know that they have a kid. She does not have your eyes. That is not your child, by the way. It's not. It's not. I'm sorry. She cheated on you. The child looks nothing like him. <clears throat> and this is not what, like... James Bond's not supposed to die. Watch him survive. He'll be in the next movie. That would be crazy, right? But anyway, I just... I don't know. That's just weird. <laughs> Damn. You know what? I kind of wish I would have saw this in theaters. I want to see people's look on their faces when this happened. Was anyone really sad? No one. Come on. People couldn't have been sad. I I'm gonna say sixty percent of the movie theater did not feel a thing. I'm willing to, I'm willing to say that. I have my friend Amy who is oh she texted me back. She texted me. I was just texting her because she saw it like a long time. She saw it when it was in theaters, and she was uh, in my Gremlins uh, review or, or review watch through, I guess. And um, I have another episode coming out. I guess I'll release it next week. Um, we watched the Day Trippers, which is on HBO Max. <laughs> that movie, holy shit! What is this? Y'all didn't do this for Felix. No one gave a toast to Felix. I'll be damned. It's just like that shit. They're always trying to have a white man save the day. Whatever. Felix was the real hero. Who is not your real father? So weird. All right, that's the movie. That is the, uh, that's it. Okay, sorry. I was letting Amy know. I was like, this movie is so, uh... It's just... 
I, I don't know how to explain it in real words. I, so let's let's um, first off, for the sake of the podcast, let's talk about stuff we really appreciate. Um, with the three hundred and one million dollar budget this movie has, it looks gorgeous, and of course it's gonna look gorgeous and beautiful and all that stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. The cinematography was obviously gonna be on point. The acting wasn't going to be bad. What else? Pretty much everything was on point. Makeup, all that. From a production standpoint, it's a great looking film, right? Great looking film. Another thing to appreciate too is um, if you're a fan of the Bond film, you know what? And I was wrong. I was completely wrong. I thought we were going to have like an M cameo, like the female M. I was way off on that. I just thought that would have made sense, especially if this is like technically Bond's last film. Because get don't tell me if I'm wrong. I don't think James Bond is supposed to die in its own stuff, right? Of all the novels there are and movies and all that, especially the novels, like it's that's not how it's supposed to be, and that's not how that's not really what the stories are for. Because the James Bond novels are supposed to be this fun adventure, totally not as believable, you know, adventure <laughs> of James Bond that, you know, kind of like a TV show. Like, oh, all this crazy stuff happens, but by the next episode, everything's back to normal. And then it all, you know, happens again. So with all that said the next appreciation leads to if you're a fan of the james bond films it's it is nice to see the same characters from the previous films in this one um especially from the the daniel craig saga so seeing felix seeing um the other black girl not the 007 black girl but the other black girl with curly hair and and uh, Q and then the new M like seeing those faces because they're just familiar faces and they're you know a, a big part of the saga in a, in a sense it's good to see them because it's kind of you know like okay this is a James Bond film we got the characters back we have a new story we have this and that if you're a real big fan of the Bond films then I guess there's no reason why you wouldn't watch this. Just see, you know, another adventure, I guess. Depending on how you might like or hate this ending. Because I'm pretty sure no one was expecting Bond to die. But, um, yeah. Is there another appreciation? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I can name another appreciation. But, yeah, that's what I'm uh, appreciative for for this film. And things that I, I think... You know, it's awesome to look at just because the lighting is pretty beautiful and all that good stuff. And and shout out to the makeup department too, making these actors look younger than what they actually are. <laughs> That's always fun, fun to see. Um, so let's talk about the movie as a whole. And this is really what I want to get into: the real nitty gritty stuff. Um, 007 a time to die 
a time to, oh, excuse me, no time to die. Why do I keep mess, messing that up? 007, no time to die. This movie, I shit you not, is Agent Cody Banks, the first one. Only swap out Agent Cody Banks and you put 007. I feel like this is a, a, a 007 uh, what is it called? Fan fiction. This is someone who just literally watched... Uh, ooh, they filmed this in Canada. In Quebec. Nice. Uh, this is totally a 007 fan fiction that someone wrote immediately after they got done watching Agent Cody Banks. <laughs> or they're just reminiscing from it. That's crazy. There's no end credits. Or no, like, you know, special thing that happens at the very end. No. Wow. So I guess he is dead then. Oh, wait. It says James Bond will return. How? He's dead. <laughs> oh, no. We're going to get prequels. Oh, there's nothing worse than prequels. There's only been a few prequels out there in the world that actually are good, but... I digress. Anyway, this is Agent Cody Banks. Only if it was done by, I don't know, a uh, a really big time director with a lot of freaking money. Because obviously the Agent Cody Banks movies were just for kids. They were they were kid films in a grand sense of things, and and um, and. Uh, this 007 movie it's you know 007 movies they make them literally for all ages you know they have everything guns violence cars women all this stuff right that kind of cater towards that men audience that's kind of I don't know it's kind of iffy that is a little weird but um I don't know I just I was first off this movie's not necessary right and it was never necessary because a James Bond only does three films and that's it there's no reason for for Daniel Craig to do five right because there's Casino Royale that's one Quantum of Solace is two Skyfall is three Spectre is four and then this is the fifth one No Time to Die this should have ended at Skyfall. It really should have ended. Like with that other M. It really should have ended with that. But um <clears throat> I don't I don't I don't understand why this movie was made. Besides to I guess make money. But in a grand sense of things, for the studio standpoint, this movie didn't nearly make enough money that I'm sure they were hoping that it would, regardless if there was a pandemic or not. Um, cause think about it: three hundred and one million dollars is your budget. You made four hundred million of that money back. That's not. That's not the best investment. I mean, don't get me wrong; you made four hundred million, right? But a lot of that money is going back to the people who invested in into the movie. Half of that goes back to the studio, right? I'm sure 
the other half would go back to the, to the studio to pay the rents and stuff like that. It's very interesting. This movie did not nearly make enough money that you would you would have thought it would have made. I don't want to research how how much money the other movies made, but <clears throat> I don't know. A lot of things were kind of I don't know. It's just useless. Excuse me. It's just it's useless. It's it's unnecessary. It's I don't know how else to describe it. I think if this was the last time we see Daniel Craig as Bond, what is what is Daniel Craig's legacy? Um, honestly, I don't know because I'm sure. I don't. This is so tough. This is so tough to think about because Daniel Craig is James Bond. He was just you know he wasn't bad at all, but whoever your favorite James Bond is, it usually has to do with whatever generation you, you literally grew up watching James Bond. And, and even then there's a lot of people that don't like the James Bond films for the X amount of reasons that I've already named. And, um, I felt like this film was trying to pay homage to a traditional James Bond film and add all those things. But honestly, and here's, and, and here's my honest opinion. I think the world has changed and it's not really, um, I don't want to say the world has, doesn't have a place for James Bond films. Obviously James Bond is such a classic tale of a spy and all this stuff, but I think the formula of how to make it and at its core, what people think should be in a James Bond movie is not too is not really too acceptable nowadays or it can be accepted because obviously this movie made 400 million dollars right people would watch it but I think that 400 million or at least that 300 million came from the brand of 007 everyone if you're a film if you love film or if you even know a little bit about film you know 007 movies you know the books you know the games and all that stuff so when you're going to go watch a movie for the weekend you're going to you know that's that could be a potential watch for you you're like oh okay let's go see a 007 because of what it stands for or not what it stands for with the, just a brand the name of it right now, what the movies actually give you, the substance that lies in between the, the, the dialogue, the films, and the characters, all that stuff, I think is completely empty for 2021. And I don't, I don't think this movie, and not to say it doesn't have substance, there's obviously something there that someone can get from it, but I just don't believe James Bond is... Let me tell you what it is. I think the fans and the average consumer of James Bond films have evolved with the world around itself and how differently people view women, how differently people view action in movies, guns in movies, with a lot of people dying in the world of gun violence that's happening in America, Britain, all this stuff. 
and how large of a role sex can affect kids and teenagers and even certain adults in films definitely in James Bond movies to the point where again the fans and the average consumers of James Bond films have evolved they've changed they don't necessarily think like that anymore they evolved but unfortunately I think the movies or the franchise itself has always remained consistent which is ultimately a bad thing these movies never change and you know you can look at a lot of a lot of different franchises like i guess even like star wars to harry potter to uh what's another franchise um even like scream to you know just name a franchise just think of a franchise right now and think about how it was when it first started off and how it if it evolved throughout the years and how it's trying to talk to their audience um i don't think the bond movies ever got that message i think it's kind of that old there's so many ref there's so many analogies that i can make of this um i think the easiest one is uh i think james bond films are like hockey you know and i think hockey fans are really dumb <laughs> and i am a hockey fan a newly hockey fan and I think hockey fans, they want to see fighting in hockey games. They want to see this. They want to see that. Where at a point, hockey has never really grown in popularity throughout the years because it still tries to hold on to those old traditional values that are very outdated, very barbaric, very obsolete. And ultimately, what people, what those fans find love in those values it's ultimately ultimately the, the, the thing that's holding hockey back into becoming a better culture than what it is. And I think that's what the James Bond movies are today. Because now that I realize it, from even the Pierce Brosnan films to Die Another Day, GoldenEye, Casino Royale, even old school Casino Royale, Goldfinger, The Man with the Golden Gun, Moonraker, all these movies they're they're all the same they're all the same different characters same dialogue same sex scenes same cars same gadgets and unfortunately it's the same bond the same bond <laughs> and that's how many years the double sevens that came out in like the 60s right so that's over that's half a century wow i can't imagine that for a movie franchise uh and you know we're, we're just talking about the movies here let's not necessarily talk about the books but a movie franchise of at, at least as a half a century old that has never evolved to the culture around it to the people around it that is absolutely insane. I don't think I've ever seen that from a franchise before. I'm going to tell Amy this. I have to tell her. I want to hear what she has to say. But all right, everyone. That is the uh, the Starfighter full movie podcast. If you like the episode, uh, I don't know how I'm going to put this on. You know, I will put this one on YouTube. 
I'm just not going to do that effect for it because my render times, this is nearly three hours, my render times for putting this on After Effects and, and, and excoding it is absolutely insane. And I'm running out of space on my on my hard drives and on my computer. So there's no way I'm doing that. I'm just going to have to do it without the freaking, uh, uh, just without the effect. But I will put this on YouTube. So if you're watching this from YouTube, comment below, leave a like, let me know what you thought of the movie. Did you like it? Did you hate it? Did I make valid points about the franchise not really growing throughout its 50 years of uh, existing along with its fans and culture? Or do you think I'm just an idiot and I have no idea what I'm talking about? Because clearly James Bond has lasted 50 years because clearly people have grown with it and they accept it. So, um, yeah, please let me know. But, yeah, that is the podcast. So I will see you on the next one. Until then, victory or death, Starfighters.